your engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your engines! Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines from the historic... Studios on Gardner Road of uh, Gardner Road of WSPG AM and FM fourteen hundred AM and ninety eight three FM, and it's uh, really a great looking day out there as far as I'm concerned. Overcast, a little bit cool, and um, we have uh, once again an altered cast here today. With uh, Greg is definitely under the weather. I talked to him on the phone yesterday, and uh, he he's a he's a sick cat. So uh, he's um, he won't be with us this morning. And of course, Ronnie is taking the the pandemic off, but he's listening. He's already called in this morning, and he wants number nineteen. So uh, he's sticking with him, although uh, hasn't done him much good so far this year. And we've got Alan Hill. One of our regular cast members here who brought his race driver's wife with him this morning. Good morning. <laughs> which is <laughs> Jada Tesnier, which is also Alan's uh, daughter. Glad to have you this morning. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome anytime. And um, I still have an open invitation for a monthly segment if you oh, want it. Thank you. I hate to hear that Greg is under the weather. Um my husband and driver, I guess you could say, is, <laughs> is also under the weather. Um, so I understand it's it's that time of year where seasons are changing and um, allergies and colds and everything else is going on. So uh, sending my thoughts out to Greg this morning. Well, Greg, um, I tell you what, I talked to him yesterday and he, he did get us a guest this week. He lined up... Uh, Paul Dallenbach, who finished second and almost won the Pikes Peak Hill climb, but he, he didn't get it confirmed. So I talked to Paul yesterday and he said, Perry, I'd love to be on the show, but at 1020 Eastern time, because he's out in Colorado, he said, I'm going to be on a, a plane from New York to uh, back to Denver and I can't do it, but I'll be glad to do it next week. So we'll oh. have Paul on next week and uh, I um, asked Alan and Jada, if they could come up with somebody, and who'd you get? Absolutely. We came up with a great um, winner, just come off of a $10,000 win at Carolina Speedway, and that is Mr. Brandon White. He will be joining us at 1020 to give us a recap of his race and um, took home a, a nice payday. I bet he's got a lot of friends this week. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you haven't said a word. Well, I've just been waiting. Well, go ahead. I already introduced you once. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said uh, just now, you know, talking about driver sick, uh, I don't know what we're going to do about tonight. You know, uh, I got race car ready, and I don't know if we're going to be racing tonight or not. You're willing to go if you can get a, somebody in the seat? Uh, a certain somebody. Oh, okay. It's not a... It's not. It's not. Don't a, call. It's it, not an open invitation. Oh, okay. Don't call in and volunteer or anything like that. No. Oh, okay. Um, we uh, 
we'll have Alan on in a little bit to give us all the, and Jada, with the local recap from last week and what we can expect tonight. It's cloudy. I don't know if the sun's going to peak out at all, but I don't think they're expecting any rain. So it'll be a good night for racing. Um, fall started last Tuesday morning at 931. So uh, with all the football games this weekend, I'd say uh, other than people walking around with masks on and uh, and maybe not so many people at uh, football games, I, I don't think this has affected Cherokee Speedway and Harris very much. But uh, it's pretty much a normal fall uh, Saturday. It is. It was a... Like you said, Friday night football um, was under the lights last night, and hopefully we'll be able to get in some good dirt track racing under the lights tonight and even some daytime racing tomorrow at Harris Speedway. So, yeah, fall is in full swing. It's, it's a good hoodie time, good sweater and jean time. So um, certainly getting somewhat back into the swing of things, except for social distancing and masks, which we all try to do our part to keep everyone safe. I have a, I have a rule at my house which I break often, that it's got to be fit in the fifties before I build a fire. But um, I built one last night, and the, my thermometer said sixty three. But I tell you what, it was damp, and it sort of knocked the knocked the dampness out of the out of the atmosphere, and it was uh, great to sit back and watch uh, the end of the truck race, which wasn't very good, and. Uh, I watched a little of the NBA, and I watched the River of No Return with uh, Rory Calhoun, uh, Robert Mitchum, and Marilyn Monroe, which was good. And you asked me last week if I was going to watch uh, Ford versus Ferrari after the race on uh, at Bristol, and I did. And so, uh, oh, and you know, that's something I meant to look up, and I didn't do it. So, Ronnie, maybe you can check this out for me and, and text me. Uh, we talked quite a bit about Le Mans last weekend, but I don't know who won. And I forgot to check, and I didn't go on Motor Trend TV to watch any of it. But that's one of the major motorsports events in the world, and it was held last weekend. And um, I'm not sure who won it. In fact, I don't have a clue. I don't even know who was in it. So, anyway, I guess a lot of the tracks are racing tonight. Ronnie, um, Adam will give us that information here shortly. He and Jada. And uh, so pick a... Pick a track. I know the Xfinity race is tonight at 7.30. And I'll go over the TV schedule in a little bit. But I guess the big news for the week was uh, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin forming a race team or announcing that they're forming a race team and um, hiring Bubba Wallace. So, you know, Bubba was going to or was offered, I think, a big uh, stake in Petty, Richard Petty Motorsports, and he didn't take it, and which sort of uh, signaled to me that he had something else in the works, and this is what it was. So uh, when we were looking for uh, somebody to take Paul Dallenbach's place, I asked Alan if he had any ideas, and he said he had a call into Michael Jordan but hadn't heard anything. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, they're going to run Toyotas. It'll be a satellite team from uh, uh, Gibbs, of course. Well, uh, he's in for a big experience. That's all I can say. Uh, like I said, whenever you get a big name like that, it comes into NASCAR. Uh, he's going to have to. He might can bring a lot of money in there, but all the teams nowadays have got money. So now you're going to be looking at personnel, mm. and if he starts robbing from. Joe Gibbs, 
teams. That's going to cause a hard conflict between Denny Hamlin and Joe Gibbs. So the only other team that I know that they might go after is going to be the four team, which I think they pretty well, you know, solid as far as Richard, I mean, not Richard, but uh, Rodney Childers and uh, Kevin Harvick. I I think they're pretty well inseparable right now as far as money-wise and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know, you know. Whenever you put a car on the racetrack, you've got to have the personnel behind it. And that's the biggest thing nowadays. Yeah. Finding the right crew and going with, along with everything. Driver, car, crew, horsepower, which we know Toyotas have got horsepower. So, uh, shouldn't be a shortage there. You know, uh, the first thing that struck me was... Uh, and if you listen to sports talk radio and the, and all they pretty much concentrate on is the ball and stick sports, um, it's every day or every week at some point you're going to hear who is the greatest basketball player, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. And most people seem to side with Michael Jordan. But why in the world, if he is the greatest basketball player that ever lived, have such a lousy basketball team. I mean, he owns the Charlotte Hornets. And he they, does. They stink. Now, and so the first thing that popped into my mind was if he can't do any better owning a race team than he can a basketball team, I mean, he might have, Bubba might have been better off sticking with Petty or something. I know Petty's going to try, but uh, Michael, I mean, he just, he only had one good player that I know of, and I'm not an NBA expert, but he had a, um, Kimball Walker, and they traded him off to the Celtics. In fact, the Celtics won last night, and Kimball was on the court. And uh, so, um, I mean, he just stinks as a basketball owner. So I just wonder how he's going to do. I don't think Denny Denny Hamlin will put up with crummy equipment, but or lack of effort, or whatever you're going to call it. But uh, I don't know. But uh, you know, Brad Darty's got a team, and he's an NBA player, and. He, Brad was always uh, number forty-three all through his high, sc- um, yeah, high school, college, and pro career because of Richard Petty. Because he was a big Richard Petty fan his whole life. So uh, Brad tries, and he's got uh, you know a couple of cars out there now with uh, the forty-seven and the thirty-seven, and you know they're not at the front of the pack. They run about back there where Petty runs in the middle of the pack. But you know, as far as uh, uh, having a, a top flight team, I just wonder if Michael Jordan's got it in him. Uh, you know how it is. I mean, some people can uh, shuffle paperwork, and some people can actually work with their hands. And uh, Michael Jordan's going to be in for a big experience, kind of like Jeff Gordon said on Race Hub. Just get ready to spend a whole bunch of money. Well, you know what, Richard? <laughs> you know what uh, Junior Johnson said? He said the best way to make a small fortune is to have a big fortune and start a race team. Yes, it is. So, uh, well, and and Jordan is the first uh, black majority owner of a full time racing team since the legendary uh, driver Wendell Scott. So, I think um, his presence as an African American uh, car owner um, will be hopefully uh, bringing more fans and diversity to NASCAR, and that's probably one of the main objectives of his purchase well i hope it does and um i mean i'm all for it I, i've always kind of liked bubba and he's 
he's shown me on the track. He has won a couple of truck races, so I mean, he he can win. And um, I think he's shown his um, guts and bravery in both auto racing and what he believes in. I mean, he hadn't been afraid to get out there and say what he uh, what he wants to say, and with the Confederate flag and all that stuff. And he, uh, you know, he stuck his neck out and. Uh, pardon the pun, and had the noose thing, but you know he uh, he's overcome all of that, and he's really uh, he's from Birmingham, Alabama, and he, he he actually portrays a pretty good figure out there. So uh, we'll see how it works out, but um, that's a new team for next year. Well, whenever you step up out of that NASCAR, uh, your tolerance for error becomes real, real narrow. I mean, that's uh, you look at the two drivers last week at Bristol. Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch. I mean, you see them boys get up on that starting wheel coming off fourth turn. They were sideways. And, you know, whenever you sit there and you do that, and you like I said, you sit there and you look at Rodney Childers, he looks at his driver's giving me 120%. So I'm going to give him 120% in the garage area and in the shop and stuff like that. So, like I said, they've got their work cut out for them. They think they can just step off in here and start winning races. They're going to be in for a big surprise. You're right about that. And, um, of course, last week uh, was a cut, and we lost four drivers from the uh, from the chase. And you know what? I'm looking here through my notes, and I didn't print the results from Bristol last week, but I know Harvick won again. And... Um, but I know D. Benedetto didn't make it, and um, Blaney didn't make it, and Cole w- Custer. Cole Custer didn't make it, and William Byron didn't make it. So those are the four that are that uh, they made the chase, which is a good thing, which the, they can put on their resume that they were chase drivers. But they they didn't get past the first round. A um, couple of other notes here we can talk about. They did decide. Because we had Scott Cooper on last week from the Charlotte Motor Speedway about the tickets. And I don't know how they come up with these formulas, um, the governor or whoever came up with it. But they've decided that all the sports venues in North Carolina can operate at 7% capacity. 7%. 7. Percent. seven. <laughs> not, not 70 or 17 or anything, but 7. So that means there's going to be uh, no tickets for sale. For the the Bank of America 500 on the Roval, because they're given the that adds up to six thousand seats. By the way, I didn't do the math, but they said there's ninety five thousand seats at the Speedway, and they're going to let six thousand people in. And they gave it to the six thousand people um, that had already bought tickets and were more or less like season ticket holders. So if you want to go to the six hundred or the five hundred here in a few weeks at Charlotte, you you can't unless you got another way in. You won't be able to buy a ticket. However, there appears to be plenty of tickets for the Saturday race, which is the Xfinity race and the WeatherTech sports cars, which actually I'd probably rather see anyway because I want to see those sports cars and, you know, uh, get out there and pull for Jeremy a little bit on that road course. So uh, from what I understand, there are tickets available for that, and uh, that might be a pretty good thing to see. So, um I think I'll think seriously about going up there, and uh, maybe Greg, if he gets his voice back, can call Scott Cooper and arrange something. But uh, that is the deal for Charlotte. So if you want to go to the 
the Bank of America 500, um, I think you can pretty much forget it, but Saturday's wide open, and it should be two really good races. A couple other notes here before we take our first break. Speaking of Hamlin and Jordan forming a team for Bubba, where did they get their charter, you might ask? That's mm. something I don't even want to get into. Well, I'm going to get into it and tell you. Um, the Geico team, uh, number 13 of Ty Dillon, sold it to the, sold it to uh, Hamlin and Jordan. So Ty Dillon is on the outside for 2021 with no ride. And you won't see the number 13 Geico car out there anymore because, uh, I mean, I, I, unless they do it without a charter. But uh, from what I understand, that end of the season, they're out of business. That's one thing I like about drag racing. If you're not fast enough, you don't get in. So uh, I wish NASCAR would go back to that right now. Yeah, Indianapolis 500 too. Yes. Um, other big news? Dwight Chastain. Dwight Chastain. I worked with a guy in Florida named Dwight Chastain, and I always think of it's Ross Chastain. Um, he got the number forty-two car from Ganassi, which was uh, vacated when they gave uh, Kyle Larson the boot back on Easter Sunday or the day after. Um, so Chastain's got a top-notch ride. We'll see what he can do with it. He he sure has handled himself well in Xfinity. Um, Suarez uh, is out at the number 96, the Gaunt Brothers car. So Suarez has had like five, uh, four car owners in five years, and it looks like it's going to be adding one more to that uh, if he gets a ride. Sam Mayer that we've talked about, the 17-year-old, is winning everything in sight just about in ARCA, and um, he even slipped up and won a truck race at Bristol. In fact, he won the ARCA and the truck race at Bristol um, hours apart is going to uh, JR Motorsports Xfinity team where he will be a teammate with Noah Cragston. So uh, those are the juniors drivers in Xfinity next year. Um, So, tell you what, let's take a break right here. We're going to come back and talk to Brandon White. (coughs) I knew that was going to happen. I couldn't get to the commercial fast enough. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a hey, Plante? All it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay. So for the rest of you, download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out impexpreown.com. Impex Preowned. Quality used cars made easy. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness and you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Sentra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Vince those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironsburg Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironsburg Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironsburg Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. Our new app is ready to roll. Listen to us live and more by downloading it today. Search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios. And it's my pleasure to welcome... A big winner from next week. Uh, probably got a lot of friends this week, too. Uh, a big winner from last week at Carolina Speedway in Gastonia, Brandon White. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning. How are you? Doing great. How are you doing? I guess you... Uh, um, go ahead. I'm doing this, this fine this morning. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got a lot of weight on your hip, I guess, with uh, that big fat wallet you got. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, this is Jada. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, Thank you for having me. September has been a busy month for you, I understand. Yep, very much. <laughs> Brandon and um, his wife just had a, a newborn baby about two weeks ago. Well, there goes the 10,000. Well, now. <laughs> um, and I even understand that there was a little photo shoot with, with the check in behind um, Skylar. Is that right? Yeah, I had to make sure she had a big part of that. Oh, love it. Love it. Well, that's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Boy or girl? Uh, girl. Oh, okay. Well, baby yep. girl. Well, 
Brandon, from from what I understand, it was a great race for you. Starting on the uh, start of the race, um, you jumped out and led every lap of the 60-lap second annual 10,000 BAM Street Stop Battle Royale. So tell us us about the race. Well, uh, I mean, it went as good as about you could say. I mean, usually when you got clean air like that, you jump out front. It's a lot easier than them other guys having to battle, you know, other racers and stuff and be behind somebody. So, I mean, my tires were great. The car run good. I mean, it just, everything lined up and went my way. It sure did. And and I know Colt Gilliam um, was right there with you. Um, yeah. Great uh, competitor. Um, yeah. And I know that he was battling for the win as well. And... T- Tell us about Friday night. Understand you won your heat race. Yeah, yeah, won my heat race. Uh, I think I qualified third overall. Uh, I qualified like uh, toward the back of like fifty-two cars. I think I was like forty-six to go out. The track kind of got slowed off, so I didn't get a quite as good qualifying time as I wanted to. But kind of worked out because it put me in the heat race to put me on the outside pole if I want it. So it it really was a blessing to qualify third you know it was it was tell everybody uh your car number um your division um who else I race, on your team uh, i race uh car number 26 i run street stock at carolina speedway limited sportsman at east lincoln uh being limited sportsman if i run gaffney uh i run a little bit of late mall racing uh sponsored by miss d's automotive out of ranlow uh, Horns Towing out of uh, Ranlow and B&B Stone and uh, Fat Daddy Baggers out of Cherville. How'd you get started in racing, Brandon? Uh, I used to race dirt bikes and four-wheelers when I was uh, seven, eight. And uh, my dad broke his back practicing with me. And he raced cars at the time. So they wanted me to be safer. So at the age of nine, they put me in a, a full-size Nova. And it's taken off from there, I see. <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, the first couple of years was every other week because we couldn't afford to race. Uh, as we started doing a little better and I got more, you know, into it and started working a job myself, we started racing every week. And it just, when the wind started coming, we just started doing it every week as a family thing. That's great. Is Was this... Past Saturday night, would you say your biggest highlight of your racing career at this point? Uh, I mean, I've had quite a few big races uh, as far as highlights, but uh, it's it's probably the biggest money win, uh, and probably the most at the time. You know, my grandpa passed away a week ago, oh, plus sorry my to hear that. little daughter being born. So mm. it was uh it just needed to happen, you know. It did. Well, you certainly showed that you had the car and you had the drive to take it to victory lane. Any more uh, big races on the schedule for you and your team coming up this Uh, this fall? We're going to try to make King of Carolinas. Uh, It's a yearly deal at Carolina Speedway. Uh, I've won it uh, a couple years ago prior in a renegade car. Uh, we're we're going to try to make that, but our motor got uh you know protested the night of that big race, so uh, we don't know if our motor is going to be back in time. So uh, we're, we're definitely going to shoot to try it. Yeah, we uh we were fully protested 
suspension, tires, motor, crank. I mean, everything they wanted to look at, they looked at. So that's going to put a pause on a lot of things just because we don't have another motor. Now, that was from the race that you that you just won that we've been talking about? Yeah, yeah. The race we just won, we were there. I, I, I told everybody in Victory Lane I tried to get get done and get you know, win faster so I could get back to my little girl. But little did I know I was going to be there until 4 in the morning pulling a motor out. Good grief. Now, I, I mean, I, uh, Alan tells us about this kind of thing every week uh yeah uh were you expecting that or uh, uh i on mean something like that i mean it wasn't my competitor colt that done it i mean usually i mean me and colt gillen have a lot of respect for each other we race each other hard and we you know we lean on each other and we we both want to win and, and i have a lot of respect for him and same goes for for me uh but it wasn't him that done it, it was the track you know just wanted to make sure everything was fair and I agree with that 100%. I hate it was, you know, around the time I was trying to get home. But at the end of the day, I, I want everybody to be honest and, and, you know, come right and legal to the race. You know, so I, I, I understood completely 100%. Well, this might be a stupid question, but, I mean, don't they realize that uh, it's uh, – there's no way to do it any faster? I mean, it, the when was the race? Last Saturday? Yeah, last Saturday. And you yeah. still haven't got your motor and things back yet? Well, I mean, we have to, our personally, we have to tear it down and we have to send it to our engine builder. Uh, so it's, and our engine builder also races with us and, you know, they don't, I mean, we don't pay big money for, for engines like other guys do. So we, he kind of helps us out. So, you know, we kind of have to kinda go on his, his time to get yeah. it done. Did you, but they went ahead and, and paid you off, right? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we got, we got, well, we, we'll get our money for the race sometime this week. We had to wait on tire samples to come back from the lab, and they came back uh, Wednesday, and we just found out yesterday, matter of fact, that everything was good to go. Our tire samples came back, so then they'll send a check to us, you know, and make sure we're okay, and that'll help us get our motor back, too, you know. So uh, there's no use in me asking to borrow some money because you don't have <laughs> yeah. you don't have it yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I mean we, we'll get it shortly. I mean we don't we don't ask to borrow money and we don't beg or nothing like that. We do it on a dollar. You know we we try to do everything we can as cheap as we can and still as competitive as we can. Brandon, it, it uh, I don't want to say mesmerizes Perry that that drivers don't automatically get their money the night of the win. Yeah. Um, whenever yeah. it comes with protesting and, you know, you got to wait on tire samples and Perry thinks that you got the cash or the check that night. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got a I big, do. uh, four by six piece of cardboard, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing and a trophy, but that was it. No, no money. Yeah. Bank of America isn't going to accept that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not at all. Well, I, I, I'm, I sit here stunned that, uh, yeah. you don't get the money, um, you know, until I mean, it makes sense that you wouldn't get it until uh, you were yep. officially declared the winner. But on the other hand, yep. is there? I mean, is there ever a race where somebody doesn't protest? I mean, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, sometimes they don't do it. You know, it's kind of pick and choose. I mean, it, it ain't. I wouldn't call it a favoritism thing or anything like that. It's just. I mean, I I, I dominated pretty much the full sixty laps, and I, I kind of stretched away a couple times, and then a couple times Colt was right there. And I don't blame them, not at all. I mean, if I was uh, somebody behind me, I, you know, I would want to know if that car was legal because, I mean, I it was it just went very well to make it look so easy, and it wasn't. But 
it did. So I don't blame them <laughs> not at all for looking. But the track is is who protested, right? Not not another yeah, driver. Yeah. yeah, and I'm glad they do that because I mean, there's a lot of times that on week weekday races they don't do that, and I feel like outer towners and stuff come in and. They pretty much run what they want to, and sometimes we don't have the money to look. So I wish the track would, would look a lot more than they do, but I'm just glad they did. See, what it does, Perry, is next year on this deal, whoever wins knows they automatically going to get tore down. So they got to be legal to start with. So that puts everybody on an even playing field. Yeah. Is yeah. This a, is well, this the, a, year before, the year before, they didn't tear down like this. I mean, they didn't. They didn't do. They they looked at a couple of things and rolled on. So I don't I don't know what this year was different than any other year. I guess because there was more rules packages. So, uh, but I, I hope they do it every year. Well, you made them look bad. Is what it sounds like <laughs> to me. <laughs> well, he, yeah. No, well, I'm just I'm grateful they done it. Yes, I, and I love your attitude, Brandon. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of drivers um, don't have that same attitude and feel like that they shouldn't be looked at and. Uh, yeah. pins shouldn't be popped off the hood and tire samples shouldn't be sent off to the labs and but you're, you're exactly right it keeps drivers and uh car keeps them honest. it does it keeps them honest yeah. and um keeps everybody on an equal playing field um yep. so i uh, i commend you on that um Thanks. looking forward to um certainly seeing you run at carolina for king of the carolinas um by any chance would would you be joining uh cherokee speedway next week for the big mike duval memorial uh, race we we were definitely thinking about it but there's there's no way possible with i mean i we, we'll be pushing it for two weeks to try to get our motor back and he's he's not for sure that with this covid thing this my motor was like four years old and we need a new cranking cam Okay. And with this COVID deal, everything's kind of, uh, you know, not coming in and yep. parts-wise. So it's going to be really pushing it just to get there. That's true. Yeah. So what people don't realize, you've already spent you $10,000. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every bit of almost a little over half is spent right back into that motor because it was time for it. I mean, it was grateful right. that we won it because it was definitely due. Mm. Are you racing anywhere tonight? Or no, uh, actually, uh, oh, my little girl, I still don't feel comfortable with leaving her. We didn't even want to leave her. You know, she was a week old when I left her for this big race, and I absolutely cried to leave, you know. So I, I, I'm kind of doing a family thing for the next couple of weeks until I get 100% sure she's okay and my wife's fine. Get yeah. used to it. It, it lasts <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully when she gets a little older, she's right there with me. She will be. and Yeah. Like you said, racing is a certainly a family sport, and yeah. um, I hope you continue that mentality moving forward. Give a shout out to those who help you, support you, keep that car going. Uh, definitely, I want to say Miss D's and Horns Toe and Bobby and Don Horn. They they actually own our car, and uh, that, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't even be racing right now. So definitely them, uh, my, all my crew, my wife, my daddy. Uh, my crew is Brian and Josh. They come when they can. You know, they work a weekday job just like I do. And uh, Daniel, Weibo, I mean, Tate, I mean, there's there's quite a few people that, that help me when they can. It's just, it's not a regular crew, but they help as they can. And they love to take pictures, too. So uh, definitely my wife, she's there. She she helps me wash the car. She helped me wash the car all the way up to eight months pregnant. So uh, she's always there with me. So definitely her. Better thank your daughter, too. Yeah. yeah she, I think she made this big win true. I ain't going to lie. 
<laughs> well, that's great, and, Brandon. Uh, uh, we wish you all the luck in the world. Appreciate you coming on the show. Um, can't wait for you to get your ten thousand bucks since uh, <laughs> since I thought you yeah. already had it. <laughs> you yeah, they didn't, they didn't. Wells Fargo didn't want to take that big cardboard. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I work for Wells Fargo. Let me see what I can yeah. do about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you very right, much, Brandon. We'll talk to you later. Good okay, luck. thank you. All right. All right. That's Brandon White and uh yeah, Wells Fargo. They'll stick it to you if they get a chance. <laughs> um but we're gonna take a break right now and uh, come back and have smartest man we know, Nelson Crozier, tell us what we saw and what we're gonna see. And you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the Memories. Friday night high school football is finally here, and we have a huge game for you in week one. The Spartanburg Vikings host the Burns Rebels, and you can hear it right here on Fox Sports 1400 FM. The Vikings are led by new coach Mark Hodge and look to make a big splash in Region 25A. And for a full recap, tune in Saturday morning to the Saturday Sports Report beginning at 7 a.m. The Burns Rebels at the Spartanburg Vikings. Pre-game begins at 6.30, kickoff at 7.30, brought to you by Chris Foster Heating and Air, all a part of our Friday football frenzy. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get savings on our large selection of used vehicles too and if you need credit come and get it bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the nissan now sales event at greer nissan today low prices big selection and committed to quality customer service come see us on wade hampton boulevard or shop online at greernissan.com call 864-479-1197 for more details your complete car care center is Par 3 Automotive in Boiling Springs. Par 3 Automotive can take care of your vehicle in a hurry. Whether you need an oil change, new tires, alignments, or anything in between, they have you covered. When it's hot outside, let them check your air conditioning. They specialize in maintenance and repairs, big or small. If you need your oil change quickly, ask about their express oil change. Stop in at 1930 Boiling Springs Road or call for an appointment, 864-599-5900. As Par 3 Automotive, your complete car care center. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. 
Selecting a financial advisor to entrust your hard-earned assets is one of the most important decisions you will ever make. Janie Montgomery Scott has more than 185 years of experience, tracing its roots to 1832. Janie's boutique size allows it to remain agile, meeting the demands of turbulent market cycles while addressing the needs of its clients. Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott sets the bar high. He provides superior advice, expertise, and support through every stage of your life and finances. As a firm, Janie's regional size offers the advantages of scale, allowing for close client relationships with personalized advice and planning. Call Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. How are you today? Oh, so pretty good. Well, I guess the big news this week was uh, the new team being formed by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin for uh, Bubba Wallace. What Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, firstly, Michael Jordan's team with Denny Hamlin as an investor, uh, it'll be interesting. It's going to be a lot more explosive in this sport. And Michael Jordan is going to spend a lot of money, whether it's his or sponsors. I wonder if he knows how much money he's getting ready to spend. <laughs> well, he's he's raised a billion dollars for Nike, so you know he's got plenty. He's got a lot of car dealerships. Uh, you know, he's part of a football team. Uh, you know, owns at the basketball team. So he's he's got deep pockets, but he's getting track sponsors. Well, well, you know, and that's what I've already mentioned in uh, this morning, and it was. Actually, my first thought when I heard it, other than being glad, I'm always glad to see a new race team come up. But, uh, I mean, he's he's a basketball legend. I mean, maybe the greatest that ever played, and he's got such a lousy team in Charlotte. And I hate to belabor the point, but, you know, I just hope uh, I hope he does better with a race team than he does with his own basketball team, which is his, which is his sport. Well, the biggest thing is, He's going to have support from Toyota, but he has to get the right people. You know, Cole Burns, uh, you know, who ran the uh, 78 team championship, he's obviously come out of retirement. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, just a comment, not uh, not backed by any means. Uh, other big news this week, uh, General Motors uh, redid their whole uh, racing department, and Eric Warren, who's been uh, with Richard Silvers, he's going to handle the NASCAR side. Uh, and Rick Hendrick got fined a hundred thousand dollars for having, having too much wind tunnel time. Too much wind tunnel time, right? Uh, that's probably six to one child's time, and 
I, don't, I think they had 170 hours for this year and next. And they went over the quarter for this year, so they were up to 100,000 plus 10 hours. I mean, that's, I've never heard of anything like that. You get five, does he have his own wind tunnel or is this, because I remember no. uh, back in the old days, I used to go down to Lockheed or something in Atlanta. Right. Now, uh, there's Aerodon, there's Pensy, and there's Seward Hawk. Those are pretty much the ones everybody uses. And you can get fined for going to the wind tunnel too much. Right. Uh, okay, nice course for and press faults. That's incredible. I never knew that. Do you know that, Alan? Uh, no, I don't know that. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to be the iRacing deal. Yeah, you can't. Drivers can't sit in the seat but so long. You, you can't, you can't uh, sit in front of the computer and simulate a race. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, and I, one other thing about the Bubba Wallace-Hamlin-Jordan deal was, uh, um, I guess the Geico team had to give up their, uh, or, or they didn't have to, they gave up their charter. Um an order for uh, Jordan Hamlin to start this team, and I, I guess that probably went for a pretty decent price. Yeah, uh, but apparently it didn't go over the highest bid. Oh, really? Uh, well, um, Chastain, Ross Chastain, is going to the uh, taking um, the forty-two car over. You knew Kenseth wouldn't stick around. He's done. Uh, Virtually nothing in that car all year since uh, it was uh, vacated by Kyle Larson. So uh, um, Ross Chastain seems to—he's a real charger in that uh, in those Xfinity cars, and it's uh, probably was only a matter of time till he got a good ride. Right. Uh, some other news: uh, We'll go to vote for the Circuit of America next year. Uh, you're going to take uh, the all-star race from stars, give it to Texas, and take a date from Texas to get the circuit of the Americas. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, oh, Maurice Petty passed away this past week. Right, right. Actually, uh, I believe that was week before last, but we didn't mention it, and they, they've had him on the show. Before. We've had him on the show before. We didn't. It was on the the previous show dropping the hammer, but uh, I know Greg was real was real uh, fond of Maurice and some of the tricks he'd pull. Uh, he and uh, Dale Inman out on the pit road to to slow to slow their car down, like putting tires in the way and things like that. But I guess that's just gamesmanship. Yeah, you know, uh, Carlos Sainz passed away this he might be going to uh, the Gant Brothers uh, because he does not want to drive a Chevrolet uh, because Toyota sponsors and supplies all the engines for the dirt car. So that's still up in the air. But who's going to the 43 car? Suarez uh, uh, looks like he's got a pretty good chance. Uh, Eric Jones might go to. Uh, JTG Doherty. Uh, you know, I think we mentioned that Red Farmer had been sick, but he's back home and he's anxious to get back to the racetrack. Uh, we'll have a new right side tire for the race tomorrow. Justin uh, Marks and Ty Norris are chief of the charter. Uh, you know, to start a new team. 
So there's lots of stuff going on. Uh, 21 has not found a driver for next year. Di Benedetto so, uh, is not a sure thing to come back? No, he's... Uh, they may sign it next week or they may have somebody else. Uh, don't know yet. I tell you who's probably chomping at the bit to get in the car is uh, Austin Sendrick. And, of course, with his father being a big wheel at, at Penske, uh, you know, I, either they add a fourth car or I'd, I'd sure hate to be the, uh, you know, maybe Blaney. But Blaney's a good driver. So, uh, I mean, what do you see for Sendrick? Another year in Xfinity or are they going to make make another team for uh, for him at uh, Penske? No, that's uh that's why he might go into 21. That's uh, why everything's so up in the air. Well, that 21 is kind of a kind of a, a, a affiliated with with Penske, right? I mean, they're, they're oh, it is. They uh, get the cars. Uh, you know, even the crew. Uh, you know, it's Penske people. Uh, but you know, the Red Brothers are so very active. Yeah, Nelson. Let's get your pick. Um, we've already got Ronnie has taken Truex. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott again. We gave Greg, who's out today, um, we gave Kyle Busch to him. Um, Lanny's got Kurt. Uh, I mean, um, Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer. That's right. So, Nelson, who do you want? We'll give you the next pick. Okay. Um, it's a mix between the two, the four, and the 22. But I think I'll go with the four. Uh, you know, as <laughs> as you were going through your uh, your choices there, uh, Alan already wrote four up there. Jada, who who you like? Eleven. Uh, he, she's going to go with eleven, and Alan, you get the last pick. And there's uh, a two going up next to Alan's name. Um, so, looking at the point standings right now, Nelson, you've got six wins. You're still out front. Alan, did you give yourself another one? Yes, I did. All right, Alan's got four. Jada and I have three each. Lanny's got one, and Greg and Ronnie sticking with these losers. They don't have any yet. So, uh, anything else we can look for, um, Nelson? You sound great today, by the way. Well, I'm feeling better. Uh, we didn't mention uh, California Speedway. They're going to cut that to a half mile work track. That's incredible. I talked about that a little bit last week. I mean. I, I just I'd like to see how that's the the blueprints of that because they got so much land there and huge long grandstands and um, I just I don't I don't I just don't see it you know that's but they I guess want another short track because I guess in the long run I don't know if you could say California Speedway over its history has been a success or not um, personally I think it's a, a pretty decent track it's just in a place where there's there's so much to do, and uh, and and it, it's just never, you know. They they tried to put the they killed the Southern 500 and tried to run it uh, or, or run a big race out in California on Labor Day, and that didn't work out. And it's had several dates, but uh, I mean, it's an okay track. It just seems to it just seems to be in the in the wrong place. Uh, anybody who is east of I-15. There's no clue that the track is there. You know, people live three miles from it, and they have no clue. You, um, of course, I know you've been around a long time. You were, uh, you were out there for for Ontario, and I know Greg liked Ontario, and Bud Morris cars did real well out there. Uh, 
And and Ontario was like a they tried to make it a copy of Indianapolis and and it didn't last long. But it was I thought Ontario was a beautiful speedway and of course Riverside's gone by the wayside, so they've had a road course and Indy shaped track and then this one big two mile super speedway. So I guess a, a a half mile track is about all they've got left to try. That's right, and you know I've I've seen the uh, layout of it. And it looks pretty interesting. Well, I'd like to see that. That's what I just got through saying. I'd like to see the layout. Well, Nelson, like I said, you sound great. Anything else before we let you go? Mm. Well, that's... That's interesting. I personally never thought they should have taken it away from being the last race of the season. But anyway, uh, I just I, I think I think Phoenix is a bad place to have the last race. If it's not going to be Homestead, Las Vegas, or some some uh, big showy venue or something, Nashville or something. But Nelson, thank you for coming on the show. Um, we look forward to talking to you next week. Okay, sounds good. Enjoy your next hour. Okay, thank you very much. That's Nelson Crozier, who, uh, what about it? Smartest man I know. He is the smartest, and he sounded good today. Yes, he did. Nelson's getting stronger and stronger. So, uh, we've got about uh, five minutes here to kill. Let me touch on a few things here that I didn't get to before. Um, We've touched on uh, Sam Mayer going to Junior Motorsports with Noah Cragson and Xfinity. Um, William Byron got re-signed by Hendrick through 2022. Eric Almarola, what'd you put his number up there for a while ago? Is it, he's one of the next four out, in your opinion? Yes. Okay, you've got a, he's got, a, he's already predicting the next four that won't make it. Um, which is Boyer, uh, Dylan. Yep, Dylan, uh, Bowman, and Almarola. So, anyway, you know, I'm going to pick Almarola for Talladega. I've been saying that all summer. So, uh, I, I think he will make the next round. Well, that's when the nine's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will. Yeah. Um, Randy LaJoy, of course, has gone from a number 32 car, Go Fast team. I don't know if he would have been... Um, if he'd have lost that ride or, you know, when he started campaigning even before Daytona to take Jimmy Johnson's place at uh, Hendrick in the 48 car, I guess the people at GoFast said, well, we'll get somebody that wants to be here. Um, of course, it was announced earlier that Eric Jones is out of the number 20 car and uh, Christopher Bell will be in that car. Christopher Bell is currently driving the number 95, which is a good car. And, um, but... The Levine family racing team is going uh, um, the way of the dinosaur. They're gonna they're gonna close up the shop. And as I mentioned to uh, Nelson just now, Austin Cendrick has made no bones about the fact that he's ready to move up. But uh, I know they have had an extra car at um, Penske before. One year they had the brilliant idea of putting Sam Hornish in the car. 
uh, an extra Penske car. It was number 77, and he did okay in Xfinity, but he never did too much in Cup. And so, uh, but, you know, Penske's, he's got the deepest pockets probably of all, and if anybody can afford to, to, to form a fourth team, it would be him. And I don't know the exact title of of uh, Cendric's sponsor, uh, I mean, uh, title of his father, but he is one of the, like, He's like right underneath Penske at Penske. So uh, I guess they're going to, they'll find a place for him. He's good. There's no question about it. And you talking about extra cars. Said they all going to have to build all new cars next year because of the independent rear suspension. So it's not like that he can just put him over in a car that Ryan Blaney's had or, you know, the rest of the boys have got there, the two car, the 22. They got to be all new cars. One lug nut. One lug nut. One big one, right one in the middle. One big one, right in the middle. <laughs> Golly. And now, like I said before, you get into a point of, I've got to have this many more personnel. And uh, Where are they coming from? Where are they coming from? Yeah. And you got to have that leader. The leader is the one, like, us, like uh, Nelson was talking about. Now we're going to bring a guy out of retirement. Yeah, and I think Cole Pern is with an indie team or something right now. I'm not sure which one it is, but I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, he's with a, an indie or Formula One. I think it's indie. So you're gonna bring Cole Pern out of retirement. You're gonna have him if he does go over to the Michael Jordan deal. You don't think that Truex is gonna have a little bit of hard feelings now? Well, I don't know. Huh? Maybe he Truex is gonna say, "Well, he was my crew chief to start with." Well, I mean, you got to live your own life. You got to pick and choose where your opportunities are. And uh, if Cole Pern thinks it's going to be with Michael Jordan. More power to him. He's uh, probably being courted with a uh, with mega bucks, so uh, you can't hardly blame him to uh, to follow the dollars. So anyway, we may have Ernie Smith come uh, on if he calls in. I'm not sure if he's going to after the top of the hour, but right now. We're going to take a break and come back for the second hour of Start Your Engines. You're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg. Hear all of our programming at 98.3 Fox Sports 1400 WSPG Spartanburg. what you need to know. This report presented by GEICO. Did you know that right now GEICO's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com to learn more. In Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals Friday night, the Boston Celtics stayed alive with a 121-108 victory over the Miami Heat, which still leads the series three games to two, Game 6 on Sunday. In Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final Friday night, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Dallas Stars in overtime to take a three games to one lead. In Major League Baseball Friday night, the Houston Astros clinched the last spot of the American League playoffs thanks to the Angels' 9-5 loss to the Dodgers. The Cincinnati Reds clinched their first playoff spot in seven years with a 7-2 victory over the Twins. The Miami Marlins clinched their first playoff spot in 17 years with a 4-3 victory over the Yankees. 
Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like French fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit upstatelogistics.com. That's upstatelogistics.com. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. It's week one of the high school football season, and we're getting things started off right in Class 3A, where the Chapman Panthers, the reigning and defending Class 3A state champions, will take on the Woodruff Wolverine to coach Bradley Adams. Chapman, they have a lot of new names on offense and defense. They got a new head coach. They got a lot of question marks. Can they answer them? We'll find out on Friday when they host the Woodruff Wolverines. Stay tuned to Fox Sports 1400 after all the games are over for victory formation and find out all the scores from around our area right here on Fox Sports 1400 98.3 FM. From the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And on cue, just like he was 
supposed to, like Greg said he would. We've got Ernie Smith on the line. Ernie, how are you this morning? Morning, guys. How are y'all doing? We're doing real good. Where are you? We are in Maynardsville, Tennessee at Knoxville Dragway to get ready to go at it at about 3 o'clock today. Okay. How's it going up there? Made a couple of runs? Uh, how, how's it looking? Well, we came up hoping to test last night. We got rained out, uh, so we're making a few suspension changes this morning, doing some jet changes on the carburetor. We, everybody's going to be kind of going into it blind and going into it equal here shortly. Okay, and now you uh, now you got a '58 Chevy and you got a Chevy engine in it, right? Yeah, it's a '67 Chevy too. And but yeah, oh, we so- you know we ran that Ford engine for a season, and now we're back to all Chevrolet power. So. A little behind the curve in my learning and testing this year where we changed motors mid-season, but we're, you know, get, we've had it in our three races now, and it's picking up every race. I don't know where I dreamed up you had a 58 Chevy. I heard that someplace or dreamed it. Well, or the first one I drove was 56. I had it for a few years. Okay. And then you had the Henry Jake. Well, how's it been going since the last time we talked to you? You, uh, I think last time we talked to you, you were in Indiana or something, and... uh I, I, y'all travel all over. It's a it's a great circuit. Yes, sir. We uh, last time I talked to you, we were in Lyons, Indiana. Then we went down to Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, two weeks ago, we were at Fuel Care Speedway up in Zeno, Ohio. That was a great facility there. And now we're in one of the most historic tracks we go to here in Knoxville Dragway. This track was built in 1957 and been in continuous operation ever since. So, you know, it's kind of a historic place. A throwback track. You know, it's little small crowded we got 90 cars stuffed in here for the weekend and you know it's gonna be a wild time and you know anybody listening there in spartanburg we don't start qualifying till three o'clock it's a two hour and 35 minute drive for spartanburg up here you can still make it one of the best shows in drag racing today well you know we uh, um actually we're a lot more we have a lot more coverage than just spartanburg i mean we're a uh, we're all over the world on our on our app. We uh, my son was right. li- my son was listening listening to us in the Persian Gulf. Who was uh, he's in the, he was he's in the Marines and when he was deployed he uh, he used to listen to us on Saturdays. But um, yeah, I, have, is- I have a I have a friend of uh, drug races that comes over usually about once a year. But due to the stuff this year, I haven't been able to come from Australia. And uh, when I was on the show last year, he had saw my Facebook. I was going to be on there and. He started listening to every Saturday in Australia. Well, that's great. You know, and somebody called in one time not too long ago from, uh, you just mentioned Alabama. He was in Alabama, and he was, boy, he was singing your praises. He was a big fan of yours. And Mr. Todd Oden, he's got two cars up here. He's got an A-gas car and a C-gas car. Uh, former world champ. He's the one that's got the 58 Delray. That, okay, I knew somebody had a 58 Chevrolet. I'm, I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy. I wouldn't have just invented it. Um, we'll give him our best and, uh, but, but show him your tail lights. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. That, I tell you what, that big old boat of a 58 that he is is one of the strongest running things out here. It, it takes a lot to get 3,500 pounds moving down the racetrack, but they've got a really good program. Todd's a really great driver. And, you know, like I say, there's plenty of time for anybody listening within two and a half, three hours of Knoxville here to, to get here and. You know, there's going to be us, 90 other cars here, and, you know, about 3,000 of our greatest friends. <laughs> now, there's 90 vintage dragsters. I mean, I, I don't know if that's the proper name, yes, but, but ni- there's 90 of them? Yes, sir. There's 90 of us here. I think I counted it up last night when I was looking. And we've got cars here from, I think, 31 states 
and three out of Canada. Wow. Now, Arnie, Art, I noticed on your Facebook page, um, you are part of the Southeast Grassers. Southeast Gassers. Gassers, yes. Tell us a little bit about that club. The Gassers were, the Gasser movement was a big thing back in the 60s. And uh, it was all straight axle cars, all four speeds. Uh, a lot of the guys come back from World War II, you know, they were hot riding cars. You know, it's like put a Ford motor in a Chevrolet, a Cadillac motor in a Buick. And the NHRA, nobody really had a class for those guys to run in. So they started the gas classes, which run weight to cubic inch. You know, if you run them like sea gas like I do, you have to weigh 10 pounds per every cubic inch of the motor. For instance, you know, if you're 400 cubic inches, you've got to weigh 4,000 pounds. Two tons. And so it's a big diversity of cars. I mean, you'll see mm-hmm. uh, 33 Willis's out here with, the, you know, Chrysler Hemis on them. You'll see Ford's out here with small block Chevrolets. You'll see Anglia's out here with big block Chevrolets. You know, it's a big, diverse group. Everything we run, you know, it's not to throw off from bracket racers or anything like that. I did it for a while, dial in racing, was very good at it, index racing. But everything we do is heads up, first guy to the finish line wins, you know, win or you know, go to the trailer. That's the way it ought to be. It all yeah, kinds the way of racing. racing was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> now, I also see on the side of your beautiful race car um, is what I would presume to be your race car's name. And that is Paula's the nightmare? Paula's, Paula's nightmare? Night. And yeah, Paula's my lovely wife. Paula <laughs> is your lovely <laughs> wife. And you're going <laughs> to... And how did you come up with nightmare? Several years ago. Because she wakes I've up heard. screaming every night thinking about the money going to the race car. <laughs> there you go. Several years ago, I used to be heavily involved you know, in, in dirt cars. One of the prettiest cars that ever came out back several years ago... Uh, Mr. Sewell had, and it was Tara's Nightmare, named for his wife. Beautiful race car, and I just, when I saw it, I knew then that's just cool. Because, you know, most of us guys, and there are three ladies that drive out here in our association. One of them, Cynthia Phillips, flex number three in points right now, very good race car driver from Buffalo Creek, North Carolina. But, you know, most of us guys out here, our wives kind of tolerate this stuff. I mean, we're a very close-knit family, very close-knit group. My wife's become friends with people from all over the world because of this. But, you know, when I first started driving, I went and told her I was going to get in the car for Sonny Clayton, the first person I drove for, and uh, I could see in her eyes of, well, well, here we go. (laughs) And I kind of went from there. Well, uh, you've been talking here with Jada Tesnair, who... uh her dad is sitting here with us. He's a regular on the show, and Jada pretty much is. But they own dirt cars, and uh, and are. Oh, I know. Who, I know who they are. <laughs> okay. Well, what my point my, I was going to make. My, step, my stepson cruised for Wally Fowler, so I'm still I'm still very in the in, in the dirt world. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I, uh, matter of fact, my youngest son Elijah just turned eighteen about two months ago, and sitting here at the drag strip last night. He just bought a V6 front-wheel drive car from a very good friend of mine from Candler and is about to start running the V6 class over at Harris. Well, what I was right. gonna, what I was getting at was Jada's the one that uh, she names their cars. I mean, so she, I think, was especially fascinated with the name. Yeah, You still got one you got to name? I still have one we, we still have to name. No, that's the, well, put Nightmare at the end of it. I, but what, that's right, Ernie. I, I may have to to incorporate your, your name into our, our black one that I, I have yet to name. It's but, black? 
It, it is black. Oh, nightmare is perfect for a black car. Y'all, y'all build some very good fast stuff. It, it would be an honor to me to come over there and see it on the side of it. No, I inspired it. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But yes, yeah, so I, I was fascinated by the name, um, and and now that you have, a, I always think it's special whenever drivers have a a, a name for the race car. Um, I, I find it that, fascinating. That's one of the Amazing. All of our stuff we do, we try to recreate 1967. I mean, even to the point that there's only certain wheels you're allowed to put on the car. Our cars have no vinyl lettering. It has to be hand-lettered. I noticed like that. The 60s. You know, we try when a spectator comes through the gate, other than the you know enclosed trailers and motorhomes, things we can't recreate. We want them when, they, when they're looking at the start line, we want them to be back in 1967. I mean, we even have a rule that when you leave the start line, either first or second year, the front wheels have to be at least a foot in the air. Golly, that's yeah, amazing. I mean, we, want this, we want these people to, you know, especially the younger kids and people's ever experienced that we want them to see what drag racing was, the history of the sport. You know, one of the coolest things I ever had happen doing this, we were at Shadyside Dragway in Shelby last year. There were four gentlemen walked up. One of them was, you know, probably early 80s, and one looked like he was 60s, 140s, and young boy, probably 14, 15 years old. Well, they were looking at my car, and the older gentleman was talking to me and everything about it. He, you know, he knew everything about what I was doing. It was obvious he had been around this. And the gentleman about 40 turned around to his son and said, this is what your great-grandfather did back in the 60s. And just to see that kid's eyes light up, suddenly great-grandpa was a whole different guy. You know, that, that is one of the coolest things they do. You know, whether it's drag racing, round track racing, motorcycle racing, if you don't get the younger generation involved in it, it's going to be gone. You're exactly right. Kids get an interest in it, that's, that is a bigger reward to me as any one yet. Ernie, where are you guys going to be racing? Um, uh, well, first of all, what, what do you have coming up? And I'd love to see you guys run. I mean, if you're going to be back up in the Shelby area or any place around here. And my second when, question is, how how much longer is the season? When when you close it up for the winter? We've got three more races left after this. We'll go to Aiken, South Carolina, in two weeks. Oh, that's 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 not bad at all. Yeah, at the Carolina Dragway, the House of Hook. Then November seventh, we will be at Shady Side Dragway in Shelby, North Carolina. You know, another one of the most historic drag races in the United States. Another one been running since the 50s. And then we'll end our season the Saturday before Thanksgiving in Hope, Florida, right outside of Pensacola. Oh, I think two of those are pretty doable. I don't know about Florida, but uh, Aiken and Shelby for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make it a point. I know Greg has been wanting to come, and he and Roberta have never, I don't know if they've ever been or not. I think they have. They have it. They they were coming with me to Shelby last year. Roberta had gotten sick, and they didn't get to make it. So, you know, they watch me on YouTube. There's, you know, any fans out there that want to learn about us, uh, they can just Google Southeast Gasters Association, or they can go to YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel that you know, full race coverage of every race. Wow. We have our own video production crew that comes with us, but every race for the last five years, you can go to YouTube and watch. You know, I think I'm going to do that. But, you know, the... The Shady Side race, November 7th, that always, because, you know, 
our group started right there around Spartanburg, Columbus, Landrum. Probably 40 of our 100-something drivers are all within about an hour of Spartanburg. Wow. So we usually, at Shadyside, I fully expect there will be 95 to 97 cars there. Well, you know, that would be a good one to go to, not only for that, but uh, to get a, it ought to really be, boy, if that's a nice, nice weather that day, I can just see the, the, I'm a big fan of leaves. I love to see the leaves turn, and November 7th ought to be just about right, and to go up oh, there yeah. and see you guys race uh, up in North Carolina, where I think the leaves turn a little bit sooner, would be great, and uh, Dad Gumman, I'm going to see if I can't make that happen. Well, we'd love to have you. Like I say, Shelby up there at Shadyside is a great facility. Uh, it's one of our biggest fan bases. You know, there'll be 3,500 fans there or so running. Or the bus, Lenny and his boys, they, over the years, they keep improving that facility, keep improving it, doing a little bit more. But, you know, it's an old school racetrack. It's got the old school feel. You know, you go in through the gate there and you think, wow, this is the way it was in the 60s. And, you know, I grew up there. My mom and dad both were involved in drag racing, and so I spent a lot of time between Shadyside, Greer, the old Spartanburg Dragway. Uh, you know, the history there, I was there when I was younger, then I started my driving career in the gassers, driving for the Clayton family who owned the old Spartanburg Dragway. So, you know, my roots run deep in it around the Carolinas. Well, maybe I'll do something like uh, 1960-ish and uh, sneak somebody in in the trunk of my car. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably get away with it. That'd be a good place to put Well, if you... If <laughs> and you, leave him there. If you don't sneak somebody in, I've noticed where gates open at 10 o'clock and admission is $20 on the on the 7th um, at Shadyside. So I, I, that sounds good to me. I bet yeah, it would be. Yeah, you know, we want it affordable. You know, one thing, the NHRA, NASCAR, ticket prices have gotten out of hand. You know, a man can't afford to take his family to go race at one of those things anymore. So we keep our ticket prices, you know, $20 for an adult. I think it's anybody 13 or younger is free. You know, we we want it. We we have a big family atmosphere. Like right now, I was just out here changing carburetors. And I think I've got about eight kids ranging from three years old up to about 12 years old all standing around my car. They're other racers' kids, but... You know, they let them just kind of roam free in the pits because we're a family. You know, those are my kids. They're standing there beside my car. So right now, in my pit, they're my kids. Man, that's we a- want it that way where the fans can know they're going to bring their kids. They're not going to have a problem. You know, they can approach any racer here. We're going to sign autographs. We're going to take pictures. We're going to put kids in cars. You know, we want the fans to bring their family out and have an enjoyable day. You still got a Fox sticker on that car someplace? I do. Well, that's great. Ernie, And go ahead. You know, I, and another thing I will say about our group, our founder and president, Quain Stott, as we were in Ohio just last week, you know, we were right outside of Cincinnati and with all the unrest and turmoil and things going on in the United States today, right before we opened our race, every race with the prayer and the national anthem. Wayne got on the intercom and said, I mean, no disrespect to nobody here, but if you think about taking a knee to either one of these, you can escort yourself out the gate, or there'll be several hundred of us that will be glad to escort you. We believe in this country. We believe in God, and that's the way we race. Ernie, it's great having you on the show. Um, we're out of time for this segment, but, man, 
appreciate all the information, and you've got me fired up to go up to Shelby. Don't think I'll make Aiken, but Shelby sounds like the one for me, and maybe I'll maybe we'll stuff Greg in the trunk and bring him up there. And uh, well, uh, just uh, thank you so much I for did. coming on. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. I appreciate the opportunity to be on the race on the show. I appreciate all the support you guys give me on the race car. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for Greg to start your engines and party heat and air, wings and center there in Spartanburg, you know, I wouldn't be able to live this dream. And I just want everybody to know how much I appreciate the fan support and all of your support. Well, I'm glad you got a chance to mention your sponsors because I, I should have done it for you or helped you or reminded you. But, Ernie, thanks a lot. Best of luck today. And, uh, just uh, keep doing what you're doing. We love it. Okay. I love you guys, and I appreciate the opportunity. Y'all have a good day. Good okay. luck. You too. Bye. Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirits' tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirits carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirits apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirits, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's west side, where customer service is the difference. Windows down or AC on. Either way, there's no better way to beat the heat than with ice cold favorites from McDonald's. Now get a large Minute Maid slushie for $2 in sweet flavors fruit punch, blue raspberry, or new pink lemonade. Or get a refreshingly bold McCafe iced coffee. Any size for $1.69. To beat the heat, there's nothing sweeter than an icy treat. It's not just a drink, it's a McDonald's drink. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Minute Maid is a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a hey, Plante? All it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Oh, my God. Did you see that play? You hate to get a message like that. Don't miss another second of what's breaking in the world of sports. The Dan Patrick Show. It's a different storyline every day. Weekdays at 9 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Oh, I could hide the wind of the bluebird as she sings. Speaking of 1967, I think that's when the monkeys, about when they came out with that song. That was a pretty good one. Yes, it was. Well, let's get the local scene here from the tag team partners, Jada Tesnier and Alan Hill. You guys take it away. All right. Last week, we're going to start off with Carolina. Our main guest here, Brandon White, 
He won the big $10,000 street stock race up there. Second place was Colt Gilliam. Third place was David Lucas. In the other divisions there, Extreme Four, first place went to Brad McManus. Second place went to Colt McGinnis. Third went to Lane Spanler. And the Thunder Bomber division, first place went to Jonathan Henson. Second place went to Mark Towell. Third place went to Tebow Johnson. And that wraps it up at Carolina Speedway last Saturday night. So now, I'm going to turn it over to Jada. We're going to go to Harris. We'll go to Harris Speedway for results from last Saturday night. In the Pure Stock Division, Nathan Showtime Pierce took first place. A.J. Lynch was second. Dwayne Worley was third. In your front-wheel drive, Randy Hill, Ricky Holcomb, and Chris Meadows finishing up the top three. Late models went to Jay Simmons. Ricky Weeks was second. Bryson Harper was third. In your Thunder Bomber division, Madison Hoots. Tanner Fortune was second. Luke Doggett was third. Your V6 division, Kevin Brooks. So Kevin is, is on a streak. Uh, if you remember, he is the gentleman who won the Harris Enduro race. Um, so he's had quite a year. That's the 12 hours of Harris we've heard so much about. It, it was about six, I believe, Perry. That's right. Yeah. But that's great. Yeah. Uh, Tony Grimes was second. Tim Riddle was third. Renegade. Um, Josh Burgess was first. He's had quite a year as well. Brian Carswell was second. Austin Kimsey was third. In your Young Guns division, Trent Blackwell took the win with Kylie Laws being second. Bradley Whitesides third. Thunder Bomber Future, first place, Danny Edmonds, second place, Randy Cantrell, and third place, Heath Henderson. Okay, we're going to move over here to Traverse Rest Speedway. Traverse Rest run last Saturday night. We're going to start off with the Pure Stock Division. First place went to Michael Hedden. Second place went to Jason McGrew. Third place went to Kevin Nations. In the 602 Crate Lake Model Division, first place went to John Price. Second place went to Dale Timms. Third went to Rod Tucker. In the front-wheel drive division, first place went to Chris Coggins. Second place went to Bradley Williams. Third went to Tyler Caps. In the Thunder Bombers division, first place went to Grant Parr. Second place went to Dwight Smith. Third place went to Perry Waters. Is that uh, Norm? Norm? Norm's son? Norman Parr. Grandson. Grandson. Yes, grandson, grandson. Grandson. Yep. Uh, in the Young Guns division, First place went to Caden Personnel. Second place went to J.J. Coggins. Third went to Dale Bennett. And the Sika Crate Sportsman Division. First place went to Kyle Cooper. Second place went to Chris Jackson. Third went to Dustin Taylor. In the Pure Stock Division. First place went to Michael Hedden. Second went to Jason McGrew. Third went to Kevin Nations. And the Thunder Bomber Futures. First place went to Justin Barber. Second went to Chris Davis. Third went to Bladen Edwards. Jumping on over to Traveler's Rest Speedway. They are currently in the middle of their Robert Bradley uh, V8 Nationals this weekend. Um, started off last night. I th- they were a little concerned, I believe, about the weather, but the weather actually held off for them. I'm going to give you the qualifying. Well, well, we'll skip qualifying and just go straight to your heat race results. Pure stock. 
first went to Nathan Pierce. Second went to Michael Hedden. Third went to Kevin Nations. That was heat one. Heat two went to Danny Sexton. Jason McGrew was second. Jamie McCall was third. Your front wheel drive, heat one, went to Mason Mack. Your winner from heat two was Randy Hill. You keep hearing these same names over and over. That from Nations, track track. Nations has come up a lot. It has. Uh, winner from heat three was J.B. Moser. And your winner from Heat 4 in the front-wheel drive was Ricky Holcomb. For your Thunder Bomber division, this is always a huge race for Thunder Bombers. Uh, Madison Hoots took the win for Heat 1. Heat 2 was Preston Dimsdale. Grant Parr was second. Steve Green was third. Heat 3, Luke Doggett took the win. Chris Jackson was second. Third was Will Williams. Heat four, Timmy Smith took the win. Tyler Geis was second. Brandon Satterfield was third. For your uh, Open V8 qualifying, they did not have heat races for them, so it was Open V8. Monk Goolidge took first. Brian second was second fastest. Brian Carswell was second fastest. Excuse me. Uh, with Tim Smith being third fastest. Your rookies qualifying. Uh, Trent Blackwell, which is your young guns. Trent Blackwell was first. Riley Hill was second. And Dale Bennett was third. And looks like the second group that went out, J.J. Coggins was first. Jordan Hill was second. And Kylie Laws was third. Um, The track will open back up today for your second night of the Robert Bradley V8 Nationals. Uh, Carolina Driveline uh, rookies your extreme four pure stock thunder bomber crate sportsman open v8 will all put on the main event tonight um should be a great night as we, we talked about weather is going to be in your favor for tonight gates open at 4 30 uh driver's meeting is at 6 45 um i believe today's admission is 15 dollars uh and 20 dollars Excuse me, $30 for your pits. Kids 10 and under are free. Um, so we'll be a huge turnout there at Traveler's Rest for your second night of the V8 Nationals. Okay. If you don't go to Traveler's Rest, we can move on over here to Cherokee Speedway. At Cherokee Speedway, we got the rescheduled winged outlaw sprint cars there today. Well, it'll be the tonight. Also, other divisions there will be the Crusoe 604 late models, the Super Sportsman Division. The Street Stock Division, the Stock 4 Division, and the Carolina Young Guns Division. There, the gates are going. Grandstand gates will open at 4.30. Uh, kids 10 and under will be free. General admission is going to be $20 to get into grandstands. going to be $30 to get into pits. Also, I think in this deal, this will be our last points race of the deal at Cherokee Speedway. So, uh... A lot of tight races going on in the points division, especially in the super sportsman division. Uh, we'll see what goes on over there tonight. They might be a little bit more protesting going on over there, Perry. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bit surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is some of this racing. We're going to have to get you to come on over to more races more often. Well, I'd like to come back one time this year. Uh, one, you know, one, one appearance a year. <laughs> I don't think too much to ask. Not too much to ask. No. Um, so tonight you've got Cherokee and Traveler's Rest. Tomorrow, uh, Harris Speedway, they are going to put on a $1,500 show for the Blue Ridge 
uh, Outlaws, along with the Mid-East Street Stocks. Also running uh, is Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, Front Wheel Drive, Thunder Bomber Futures. The pits will open at 12 o'clock. It is $30 to get in. Grandstands open at $1. $15 to get in the grandstands. Uh, if you want, you can attend the church at the track with Mark Preacher Man Taylor at 2 o'clock. Uh, driver's meeting, though, will begin at 4.30. Uh, cars should hit the track somewhere around 5, 5.15. Um, so should be a, a great turnout for now, Harris. Preacher Man is the preacher's name? Mark Preacher Man Taylor. He is a preacher. He, he is, is a, preacher. a preacher. All right. And they're going to be racing on Sunday afternoon, and everybody knows that back in the 70s, Harris Speedway was an asphalt race track. I was there, son. And... Me and Ricky Pearson go up there and watch Larry Pearson drive a Chevy 2 Nova for a guy. And we'd sit over on the back straightaway and just die laughing at Larry back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember going up there. That was a... Uh... Go ahead. No, so um, the uh, Mid-East Street Stocks um, haven't raced in a couple weeks as far as that touring division. So looking forward to seeing the results uh, from... From that division at Harris Speedway. Um, and next week, um, since uh, Starter Engines will uh, not be on, not be on, we are going to go ahead and um, talk about the Mike Duval Memorial Race um, at Cherokee Speedway uh, starting next Thursday, um, October the 1st. There is open practice. Um, Starting at 5 o'clock is when the gates open. Practice will be from 7 to 10, $20 for the pits, and grandstands are free. So there's a good chance that there's going to be a lot of super late models coming over there on Thursday night doing testing and tuning and seeing how the new configuration of the track. Um, so certainly if you're in the area and, and want to stop by and see a couple, couple of those big drivers uh, test and tune, now's your opportunity for free. Um, Friday, October the 2nd, the World of Outlaws Super Late Model Series will, will be in the house for $10,000 to win. It'll be 2000 to win for the Burns Chevrolet 604 Late Models. Qualifying and heats will be for your support divisions, such as Super Sportsman, Crate Insider Street Stock, Old Smith Trailers Thunder Bombers, $40 for the pits, and $30 for the stands. Pits will open at 2 o'clock next Saturday. Stands will open at 3. Driver's meeting will be at 7. And racing will be at 8. That's next Friday. The Saturday, October the 3rd, it'll be 2000 to win for the Thunder Series. 1500 to win for the Mideast Open Wheel Modifieds. It's always a popular division uh, that typically um, is not on the schedule every week. $1,000 to win Pure Stock. 3000 to win Super Sportsman, 3000 to win Street Stock, 3000 to win Thunder Bomber. There's a lot of 3000s in there, mm -hmm. which is a great payday for these local drivers. Um, probably one of the biggest races of the year in our area. Um, but you don't get the money. Well, the, it depends. For Barry. about a week. <laughs> $35 to get in the pits on Saturday, $20 for the stands. Uh, both gates open at 3 o'clock and driver's meeting will be at 6. If you plan on attending both days, 
Uh, it's $45 for the stands, $70 for the pits. Um, and once again, this is the second annual Mike Duval V8 Nationals race that will take place at Cherokee Speedway. So um, always special to see the Duval family there. They had a beautiful crafted trophy last year that anybody would want to be on their trophy shelf in their shop. Um, also, they always plan special things for the kids. Um, very family-oriented. Uh, looks like they have a couple extra awards for Supercharger, um, for the drivers, fastest qualifier, etc. Um, so, if, if you do not have plans for next weekend, Cherokee Speedway for dirt track racing is your place to go. The World of Outlaws will invade on Friday, run that race, and then they will head up to 411 for another World of Outlaws race on Saturday. Um, should be all your local drivers, such as Chris Madden, Trent Ivey, um, even the big names, such as Scott Bloomquist. Um, I've checked a couple schedules and and. As far as I'm concerned, that they are all scheduled to be at Cherokee Speedway for this race. Okay. Uh, we was talking about, could you bring that up about Charlotte? Oh, yes. We was talking about Charlotte last week. with right. the man that mm-hmm. the racetrack. We was talking about uh, being able to let fans in. Was they going to uh, be able to let us, uh, you know. But Jada so, brought up here just a little bit. They got a different sponsor. Dry Dean, uh, hot off the presses this week. Dry Dean is a... Now the major sponsor for the World Short Track Championship at Charlotte Motor Speedway, October 29th through the 31st. Um, You know, it was really questionable at first if they were going to have Charlotte. A lot of drivers get their camping spots early in the spring. Um, If they don't have a camper, they'll they'll grab them a close hotel room. So I know uh, in speaking with several of the teams, everything's just kind of been on hold with COVID which is understandable, but they have released this week that um, the 5th Annual World Short Track Championship is on go. Uh, They will be putting on a a show for nine divisions with a purse of around $120,000. Included in those nine divisions is the uh, Crate Sportsman slash Street Stock, your Pro Late Model, your 602 Late Model, your um, modifieds, pro modifieds, sportsman modifieds, your pro stocks, your monster minis, and then your front wheel drive Hornets division. Thought it was interesting that um, they have went ahead and released that you can get your grandstand uh, passes um, as long as, as well as your pit passes, um, and that there's at this time. I don't see any limitations on the percentage of fans or crew members for this race, which is very interesting being that there are a ton of other yeah. <laughs> races close right. by that, that have those limitations, such as the 7%. Yeah. Um, so at this time, I, I don't foresee um, any limitations. Now, that that certainly could change as, as we know everything is subject to change right now, but it looks as if Thursday is a practice, uh, Friday is your qualifying and heats, and Saturday will be your last chance uh, races along with your main events. And Charlotte's one of the biggest races for our local drivers. Um, although it's it's not a huge payday for them, it, it's the prestigious name of winning the Charlotte right. 
dirt track. Perry is talking about, I don't think it's COVID likes this dirt racing. So they're going to let us all us fans in up there. But I noticed something last night. Did you, you was talking about watching the truck race. Yes. Did you see where they pulled the girl off of the starting line because she could not pass health reasons? I heard about it. I didn't see that when it happened, but I, they, I think her they talked truck, about it later. Yes. Her truck was already lined up on the speed, on the on the pit road yeah and they pushed it back to the garage area mm. because of something about her health which was supposed to come out a little bit later on but it yeah. did not come out last night well that was a lot of information i like the way y'all passed it off back and forth to each other that was that was nice is that it that's all we've got all that's right all we got well that leaves me a little bit of time for this stack of paper over here um i didn't hear the name i didn't hear timbo's name and i didn't hear rocket Jim. Tim. Timbo was at um, Carolina. Um, I'm, I'm not sure exactly where he finished, but had a good run at Carolina. And who was the other one? Rocket. Jesse Rocket. Jesse Rocket. Uh, I don't. His division didn't run close close around here anywhere. Okay. Well, let's take our last break and come back, and I will try to touch on everything else that went on and is going to go on. Um, and. It's uh, it's probably going to be more than I've got time for. So let's take the next break. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. It's easy to jump on the Internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, plant day. Seventy years. How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, plant day. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a plant day? Call it. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864 864- 
327-9297 or check out impexpreown.com. Impex Preown. Quality used cars made easy. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Hey, this is Ryan Clary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up, place an order online, or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. The weather has finally cooled down, but that doesn't mean your need for ice changes with the seasons. The big game is just around the corner, and that means time for parties. Whether you're hosting a big party or just having a few friends over to watch the game, Twice the Ice can help you get ready for your event. Twice the Ice has 12 convenient ice houses located throughout the county. Twice the Ice is affordable. You get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. It's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find the Twice the Ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWater.org slash ice. What if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them. Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We have everything you need, including the all-important Listen Lively. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We built this city on rock and roll. And welcome back to Start Your Engines for the final 12 minutes of the show. I want to thank Lanny McKinney, as we do every week, for our behind-the-scenes support. He maintains the Budmore Engineering website, our Facebook page, and is just general all-around backup for for when we mess something up or, or whatever. Lanny's always there to help, and we appreciate it, Lanny. Thank you so much. And I have another thing here that... I asked about at the very beginning of the show, and Ronnie came across with it almost immediately, as usual. Uh, Alan, Toyota Gazoo Racing won Le Mans for the third year in a row. And their drivers were Sebastian Buemi and Kazuki Nakajima. And uh, not exactly household names for winning one of the largest races in the world for the third year in a row. But... uh, that's uh, there's a lot of results here, and, and honest to goodness, I do see one name here I'm familiar with, and that's Felipe Albuquerque, who uh, was in the car that finished second, and he runs your brother's car every once in a while. Yes, he does. So and, uh, uh, hadn't that, talked to my brother lately, but I think they're getting ready to go. Racing. Well, we're going to talk about your brother's car in just a second here. <laughs> um, 
Okay, in the cup last week, I have the results. I did, I did dig them up here, and uh, of course that was at Bristol, and uh, the winner was Kevin Harvick over um, Kyle Busch. Got close. He didn't screw it up or have a big penalty or crash or anything. He he actually had a fairly decent race, but he wasn't happy. And did you hear what he said? He wasn't happy with the twenty-two car. Twenty-two car was kind yeah, of running that groove or whatever, yeah. but uh, Kevin Harvick had to give it up because he got caught in traffic too. So uh, traffic is a thing. I'd like to. I'd like for him to hold the last race at Bristol. That would be something. Yes, but you sir. know, um, they interviewed him after the race, and he said that uh, the um, they didn't have a chance to go to the the finals. He said they'd probably fall out. I think in this next group, and I, I don't think that was. Uh, Probably what his crew or his people wanted to hear, but that is what he said. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. I don't know if uh, that's going to be a, a, a sticky point between him and Gibbs or not. I've got him moving on. I've got him, and I hate to say it, I've got his brother moving on too. Well, we have just uh, come up with a slight problem here. I, my screen went away, and I don't know how much of the show's left. There it is. It came back by itself. I was going <laughs> to say, I need that clock uh, oh. to, to know how much time I've got. So, anyway, Kyle Busch, uh, Kyle Busch was second. Eric Jones, who was out of a ride, finished third. Fourth was um, Tyler Reddick, a good ride for him. He's not in the chase, but ran very well in Childress's car. Eric Almarola was fifth. Clint Boyer, sixth. Uh, Chase Elliott, seventh. Chris Boucher had a good run in the Daughtry car. He finished eighth. Uh, his teammate, Ryan Priest, was ninth. And tenth was McDowell, Michael McDowell. The point standings um, as we go into the next four uh, races, uh, next three races where four drivers would be eliminated. Uh, Kevin Harvick has a 19-point lead over Denny Hamlin. Keselowski is way back. He's 32 points behind. Of course, if you win, you're in. The, you, you move on to the next round. So wins are very important, as always. Joey Logano is fourth. Chase Elliott fifth. Martin Truex is sixth. Alex Bowman seventh. Austin Dillon eighth. Eric Almarola ninth. Clint Boyer tenth. Kyle Busch is uh, tied for tenth with uh, Clint Boyer, and twelfth is Kurt Busch. So those are the ones that are still going. Um, Kurt is. Uh, He's 66 points out of first place, so that's a pretty big gap there. But if you win, boy, I tell you what, you make it up in a hurry. Uh, the next four that are out are Cole Custer, William Byron, Blaney, and D. Benedetto. So uh, that's the way the cup shakes out. We do have the starting lineup for the race tomorrow here. And, um, of course, it's uh, no qualifying. They just sort of pick them out of uh, where you stand in the point standings. And, of course, I stapled it together backwards. Kevin Harvick is on the pole. Kyle Busch is second. Chase Elliott, third. Almarola, fourth. Logano, fifth. Boyer, sixth. Dillon, seventh. Bowman, eighth. Kurt Busch, ninth. And Hamlin is tenth. So, uh, got 39 cars in the race. That's just about a full field, about as full as they ever have. Let's move over to Xfinity, where... Uh, we already talked about them because that race, the last race they had was on Friday. So we covered it last Saturday. Uh, they will be racing 
Um, let me back up the cup here for a second. That race is going to be tomorrow is the South Point 400 at 7 o'clock on NBCSN. So that's a afternoon full of football and racing at night instead of the other way around. The Xfinity race um, is today at Las Vegas, and that will be the Alsco 300 at 7.30 tonight, same time the Gamecocks kick off. And uh, the point standings there, since nothing's changed since I gave it to you last week, Chase Briscoe is first, Austin Sendrick second, Justin Allgaier third, Noah Cragson fourth, and Brandon Jones fifth. We go all the way down to 13th, which is the first guy out of the chase or out of the playoffs, and that's Jeremy Clements, and that's the best he can do. So, Jeremy, just stay in 13th, and you can say you're the best in your class. But we'll get him next year. Um, the trucks ran last night, and as you were just pointing out, they uh, booted somebody out of the field right at the start line. And uh, I heard about it, but I didn't actually see it. And where's my truck results here? It was uh, Austin Hill, the winner. And Austin uh, moves on to the next round as they are in their playoffs, too. Sheldon Creed was second. Tanner Gray was third. Stuart Friesen, the Canadian, was fourth. And Chandler Smith, fifth. The point standings for the trucks look like uh, Sheldon Creed is the winner. He's eight points ahead of Brett Moffitt. Zane Smith is third. Grant Enfinger, fourth. And Matt Crafton is fifth. They will race next at uh, Talladega. On uh, next weekend is Talladega, and that will be the at one o'clock on FS1 next Saturday. Let's go to Arca. Uh, nope. Yep. Let's go to Arca. They uh, they raced at Winchester last Saturday, um, and they won't race again until no, no, they do. They race this weekend at uh, on Mav TV at seven o'clock on the twenty sixth. What is that, Sunday? Sunday, uh, but they raced at Winchester last week. And Ty Gibbs was the winner. He broke the string with uh, Sam Mayer, but they've just been swapping them back and forth. Ty Gibbs was the winner. Michael Self second. Brett Holmes third. Jesse Love fourth. Taylor Gray fifth. Drew Dollar was sixth. And um, Hallie Deegan was 12th. They only had 14 cars. That was a pretty, pretty short field. But they had raced a few days earlier, like three days earlier at Bristol. Um, point standings in ARCA. Michael Self is first. Brett Holmes second. Hallie Deegan is third. Drew Dollar fourth. And Ty Gibbs is fifth. And uh, like I said, they will be racing today. Or the 20, today is the today 25th. Is the today is the 26th. Okay. So they race today in Memphis. And the Sioux Chief Power PEX 200, that'll be at 7 o'clock. Formula One, they, uh, uh, right here. Oh, let's do Indy first. Indy, uh, Indy is off until next weekend when they have a doubleheader on Saturday and Sunday at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. Um, and uh, Scott Dixon still leading in the points there. Joseph Newgarden second. Patricio Award is third. Colton Herta fourth, and Will Power is fifth. Um, the uh, Formula One, now we look at it. They run tomorrow the Sochi Grand Prix of Russia. Remember Sochi? That's where they had the Olympics a few years ago. And uh, standings uh, are still a runaway for uh, Lewis Hamilton. 
with uh, his teammate Valtteri Bottas second. Max Verstappen is third. Lando Norris is fourth. And Alexander Albon is fifth. Uh, the WeatherTech Sports Car Boys, your brother's car, they are running tomorrow the Acura Sports Car Challenge at Mid Ohio. And um, that point standings is uh, Ryan Briscoe is first. Ringer Vanderzander second. Hua Barbosa is third. Sebastian Baudet is fourth. And your brother's driver, Pipo Durrani, is fifth. Let's do the television real quick, and I think I'll squeeze it all in. Um, nothing today, a lot of football, but until, uh, like I said, the trucks ran last night. At 6 o'clock on MAV-TV tonight is the ARCA race from Memphis, Tennessee. At 7.30 is the Xfinity race from Las Vegas. And on Sunday, start out at 7.05. It's a little bit earlier because I guess it's farther west than Russia. Um Rather than the usual 9.05, at 7.05 on ESPN2, the Russian Grand Prix. At 7.55 a.m., WeatherTech Sports Car Championship qualifying at Mid-Ohio. Then at 7 o'clock, you have the NASCAR Winston Cup race from Las Vegas. And that's on NBCSN. And at 11 o'clock, on a same-day delay... You have the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship from Mid Ohio uh, from 11 tomorrow night until 2 in the morning. So uh, they are on the air, and uh, but it's a tape delay. And I got it all in. Well, with this, a minute to spare. Well, put this way you can go to Harris tomorrow, watch a good race at Harris, and probably by the time you get home, you can turn on TV and you can watch Stamps of Sports Cars. There you go. And stay up till like 2 o'clock in the morning. That's right. Um, Don't worry about going to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only have to walk to the other end of the house. Oh, okay. We won't be on the air next week. And at 4.30 today, I think we've got a, grand new, a brand new show. It's, it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's local. It's Ryan Clary. Uh, and I think they have a Carolina. I don't think it's the network. I think it's just our local pregame show for the Carolina football Um South Carolina, and it's at 4.30, I believe, a uh, three-hour show before the 7.30 kickoff, and then next week, we, will, uh, we won't be on the air because Gamecocks play at noon, and the three-hour pregame show knocks us out. I think we also have a post-game show, too. So, that's it. I got it all in, and uh, Alan, thanks for dropping by. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, you know, you're always welcome, Natalie. At the bar because Greg's not with me. And uh, remember, love each other, keep your distance, and keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are Fox Sports. We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3, Fox Sports 1400, WSPG Spartanburg.